Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now, final game of the round, Dragons versus Raiders. We'll just get straight to the big controversy. Um, For the life of me, I cannot understand why the Raiders weren't given the option of a penalty. It's the last play of the game. Ben Hunt flops onto, like, so he's already been tackled. Ben Hunt sees the tackle, runs over, jumps on top of him. Boom, there's one penalty. He gives a six again away. Then, boom. Benny Hunt is 100% not even close to being square. And look, fair play to Benny Hunt. He did everything right to win that game. It's the ref that should get it right. Comes out, they call, uh, it wasn't a penalty, they end the game. How is that bene- How is a six again beneficial when the score is 12-10 and you've got a penalty right in front? Is it, Please correct me if I'm wrong, but is it not at the ref's discretion as to whether they can blow a penalty or a six again? Could they not stop and go, I'm just going to give a penalty because this is getting ridiculous? Now, whether the Dragons would have gone on to win, I don't want to take anything away from the Dragons because they were really gutsy. I'm specifically speaking about the, the refs. That is a clear call that robbed the Raiders of a chance to level it up. That, that wasn't a 50 touch and go. They would have scored the next set or we didn't get that call and we, would have, we had all the momentum. That was an incorrect call. They should have been given a penalty and it should have been 12 all. And yet the game is over. Where's, where is the video ref coming in and saying, that's a penalty, that's a penalty, that's a penalty? Like, 
I just I feel super sorry for the Raiders, and you know what? I feel sorry for the Dragons too, because all we're going to be talking about is this terrible call that cost the Raiders a fair crack at ending that game. We'll get to Guru first. Ballsy. Just let I just want to let, <laughs> let Timmy him marinate a little there. bit. Let him simmer and marinate on a little uh, bit. No, mate, I, I agree with you. I think it's uh, I think you could tell in the last ten minutes of that game that the referee didn't want to decide that game, um, and I think Ben Hunt probably addressed that too. Realistically, it was a veteran play by Benny Hunt. Yeah, one hundred percent. And yeah, yeah, I think you got to give credit to Ben Hunt for that, for addressing that. Um, just make sure to get punched in the back <laughs> of the head. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll let Timmy take it now. But I agree with everything you said, mate. Yeah, well, just another day, another game for us, <laughs> us scrappers from the nation's capital. <laughs> Get given the short end of the stick by you, big wigs up in Sydney, who run the game. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm a Queenslander, mate. It was just a tough one. It was a really tough one because it was bullshit and it was a penalty and it should have been 12 all golden point. Uh, and the Raiders were really poor. Let's not overlook that. They, they went into halftime. I think it was eight down and there was that enormous breeze behind their back coming into the second half. They had opportunities and they should have won that game without the uh, aid of without the referee intervention, but uh, it was a tough way to finish off because we should have been going to Golden Point. Yeah, and, and you're totally right. Let's not forget the, the Raiders made 15 errors. 15 errors. Look, uh, we'll go to Dragons first. Um, Dragons, look, it was a gutsy win. Uh, I think that like it was one of those wins where it's kind of the win that you would sign those players for, the experienced players that just know how to like find a way to get the win. We're not playing that well, but we're going to grind through it. Um, you know, I, I just want to talk about Moses Suli for a bit. I am so impressed with the player Moses Suli is turning into. He has arguably been, outside of Benny Hunt, he's been arguably their most consistent player. And Suli has been through so much in such a short career. He's gone through family tragedy. He's gone through getting released from clubs. He's gone for, through, you know, not getting a crack at Manly because Des decided to st- stick with a certain centre. When I think if you look back at it now, you'd have to say, and again, maybe Manly couldn't afford him, but I reckon you'd have to say Des probably made the wrong call there. He probably should have kept Suli um, in the centres rather than Morgan or Brad Parker. Now, I don't know if it was a money thing and that's what was the, the reason why they went. And in Desi's defence, he did give Suli a crack when a lot of clubs wouldn't mm-hmm. give him a crack. Um, it's, all, it's very easy for us to say in hindsight, but I think Suli has developed into a premier centre player uh, I'd go as far to say as I'm surprised uh, if he is a New South Welshman, I'm surprised his name wasn't even discussed for that New South Wales spot. Now, that ship has probably sailed because I've got so many centres, but Moses Suli for me has been absolutely outstanding. He's a beast. He's consistent. He constantly, like his tackle breaks is the second most tackle breaks of any centre in the competition. A bunch of tries, a bunch of metres. Uh, statistically, he is right up there with the best centres in the competition, and I just wanted to give him a massive wrap. Thoughts on Moses Suli Guru? Yeah, I never thought we'd talk about him like this, to be perfectly honest mm. with you. He was always supremely talented. He always had a lot to offer, but the consistency was just always a killer. Mm. Uh, I, I think he's been very <laughs> impressive for them. And, yeah, I mean, we do hear Lomax quite often thrown up in the New South Wales conversation and... I'm pretty sure Suli can play for the Blues. I'm okay. pretty sure he can. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, he'd obviously was never going to get there yeah. this year. I'm just talking about conversation. conversation. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking yeah, about him making it. Yeah. yeah, considering how, how often Lomax is in the conversation, yeah. Suli never is. Um, well, I'd go as far to say is Suli's probably had a better year than Lomax 
to even though Lomax has had those highlight moments early on in the year, I'd say consistency wise, you'd probably give it to Sully, Sully at the moment. Week to week, I think you go Sully. Mm. Yep. Even though I think like Lomax has been good this year, but I've just been so impressed with Sully. Yep. So impressed with Sully. Oh, I agree. Uh, thoughts on Sully, Timmy? Yeah, he's, he reminds me a bit of sort of uh, had a similar career trajectory to Brenko Lee in coming in in his early days. The talent was always undeniable, mm. and it was probably more things off the ball, effort areas, um, effort in defence, you know, getting across field, missed tackles, that sort of things that you wanted to see come into his game. And you've already touched on it, but what he's done with the last even couple of years as much as even this year the meters he's running for every single game mm. um you know he's not missing many tackles he's just everything he's done has become such consistent performer uh and he's just reaping the rewards for it and what to pick up for the drags the last couple of years absolutely uh and i just want to benny hunt one of the great career turnarounds like seriously the amount of shit he had to cop for a certain for one error in a grand final was outrageous. And I'm telling you, 99% of people would have been broken by that. They would have said, fuck this. They would have got a big contract. They would have gone to Super League. They would have been out of sight, out of mind, and they would have just fucking lived their life over in Europe. He would have torn that comp apart. Instead, he stuck it out. He, he kept grinding. And now, I don't think you'd find a single Dragons fan that isn't absolutely stoked to have him at the club. And, I, and, he, and even on top of all that, Queensland fans as well. We appreciate Benny Hunt. And I just think Benny Hunt deserves his flowers while he's, he's um, still in the game because I've got so much respect for a bloke that could have very... How often have we seen players have these crazy poor moments and they never recover? Yep. They're never the same player because it just weighs on them so heavily. Benny Hunt has turned around and I would say he's outside of maybe 2015, best season of his career. Yeah, I think this is the best season of his career. And you know, I would also argue that the time before this with the Dragons... I think a lot of the time he was just a scapegoat. Yeah, for it sure. wasn't. His all of his other years haven't been as good as this year, mm. but they've been nowhere near as fucking bad as people pretend they are. Mm. Nowhere near it. I think he's been a quality player for St George for a long time. Um, and I mean, even when he does play poorly, it's not through a lack of effort. Yeah, no one tries hard, harder than Benny mm. consistently. I still think he's playing out of position. Yeah, but he's everything for this team. Yeah, so good, so bloody good. Uh, Timmy, Benny up. Yeah, and just. Through all the adversity he's copped unfairly over his career, never has he ever like blown up or winced or pointed fingers to the blame game. Yep. He's just copped it all on the chin and just yep. gone about his own way. Never had uh, a sook once no, about it. What a yep. mentally tough dude. Yeah, absolutely. Never come out and said, you know, fuck this or fuck that yep. or whatever. He's just kept his head down and worked tirelessly. Mm. And, yeah, look, I think there'd be so many Dragons fans that are stoked that he came to the club. And as a Queenslander, I fucking love when he plays Origin. He always plays well. Um, outside of that, look, really good win for the Dragons. Really good win. Uh, they needed this win. Now, that, that makes it back-to-back. -back. It was grindy. It was gritty. The Dragons now sit in the eight. They, it's a successful year for me. I think that's a great year for the Dragons. And I think that it's – although some of the decision hooks always surprise me – at the end of the day, he went the money ball route and he recruited a side that could play finals footy. And he's and they've at the moment, they're in the eight. Right, so far, that's a satisfactory year for me. They've also had dealt with um, some big calls. Sloan being pulled out of the side. Amon, you know, on the bench, it seems like Amon has cemented himself at that six role. He's getting better each week. I think it's great stuff for the Dragons. Great stuff. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to the Dragons. Now, on to the Raiders. Thoughts on the Raiders, Timmy? Uh, they just, 
I, I had going into the round. I thought um, Dragons in Wollongong start to show a little bit of form. Or coming off that win against the Rabbitohs, uh, I'd actually tip them. Further the weekend went on, that torrential rain that came down. I thought, you know what, this is going to play into the Raiders' hands mm. with their big forward pack. They can bash them through the middle, uh, and hopefully the points will come off that, and they can win in sort of a grinding <coughs> affair, which the Raiders have become renowned for in recent, well, last four or five years. They've lost a bit of it, obviously. Um, so I thought the Raiders could get the job done, and as I said, they hung in that first half enough with that huge breeze behind the Dragons' bat. They had two turnovers in the first on the first tackle with 20 minutes to go, 20 and about 15 minutes to go. Jackie Whiten didn't find touch on that penalty late on where <laughs> they got given their sniff and you just thought they're going to come home here, mm. one attacking set and they'll be right. Um, you know, they just they had their opportunities and they didn't take them and played some pretty silly footy for mine. Thoughts on Adam Ellett being moved to the bench from 13? Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I mean you literally been one of your best players yeah. at 13 I was really pissed off at the one I first saw it he did come on and play 50 straight yeah. which I don't mind but I think he's also proven that he can play 65 minutes and, and like you don't need to limit him to 15 just go yeah. like just let him go and if he gusses he gusses you bring oh, someone else on yeah I don't, I don't. He has been outstanding at thirteen. So much so that we're going. Finally, he's found his position. So much so that we said, "Yeah, like, we can see him at thirteen for the Knights." Well, like, yeah, I think you'd argue a large amount of the Raiders' rejuvenation in the the last sort of six to eight weeks has come off the back of obviously Joe Tapney's incredible form. Yeah, Tapney and Adam Elliott getting more minutes. Yeah, um, them two have just changed everything for Absolutely. Me. I just that makes no sense. And yeah, he played. He still played forty nine minutes. I, I, Fair, but even the 49 minutes, 136 metres, five tackle breaks, 26 tackles, zero misses, two offloads. Like, he should be playing 60. I, I, don't, I don't understand that putting him to the bench. Like, just give the bloke some time to build combinations as well. He's only been playing there for a month of footy or whatever. Very surprising, that. I just... Yeah, really, really surprising. I, don't, I do not understand that decision whatsoever. Um, outside of that, look, I, I don't think this, this derails the Raiders that much at all. Like, yeah, okay, it's a heartbreaking loss. Um, I, still, I still think they're absolutely in the fight for the eight. I, you know, Raiders of old would have been blown off the park in that first half. They would have just been like, fuck, we're not... They just would have broken. Whereas this Raiders, they held on firm. They put themselves in a position to challenge for the game. So, yeah, I... I look... Flip on the radar, I still think they're going to challenge for an eight. Still yeah, think I think they'll be thereabouts. Obviously, against Dragons, it would have been a huge win to get. Absolutely. Where they're both placed. Um, and eventually, for and against is going to play a role mm. in this competition. Dragons, their for and against is minus 70. Raiders is minus 40. Roosters is plus 20. And Seagulls is about even. So, they are going to, if they, you know, the Raiders are going to play finals footy, they're going to have to win 
more games than the Roosters, the Seagulls and the Dragons mm. because they're four and against is not yeah. great. So hopefully they can turn it around uh, after this game quickly because, yeah, I thought they were on a bit of a run there. Really unlucky against the Broncos. Outside of that, they'd won like four of their last five. So I don't, I don't think this is warning signs at all for the Raiders that they're going to go back to the you know, start of the season form. Just they got a bit unlucky in a few calls. Tough weather. You know, Jackie didn't have the best game, unfortunately. Uh, but outside of that, they had a red hot dig. That is us done for the day. Uh, follow SC Playbook One on Instagram, on Facebook, and subscribe to his podcast. Subscribe to the Rugby League Guru at Rugby League Guru, and he's, uh, subscribe to his podcast and follow him on Instagram and Facebook. And I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.